What's up guys, my name is Zeke, welcome back to the motivational video. Today we're going to be talking about how to manage having a kid with FASD. Before we get into today's video, make sure you guys leave a like down below, comment anything you like or dislike about today's video, and also subscribe for more content like this. I know there's a lot of parents out there that have no clue what's going on with their kid and how to treat the kid with FASD, but this one video might not be the golden ticket to figure out how FASD works and just everything about it, but I can give you some major tips to dealing with one. FASD is a very complex thing and there's a lot to learn about it, but I'm here with you right along the way and there's a lot of people out there that know just as much as I do, if not a lot more than I do about FASD and I'm just here to say you're not alone. I have a sister, her name is Akila, and she has FASD. I have three siblings, we're all adopted, total of four kids. I'm the youngest and my FASD sibling is the oldest. Her name is Akila. she is 22 years old and it has been a wild ride doing with her through all of childhood, but it has been a very eye-opening and learning experience through having her. My mom also works for Proof Alliance and NACAC, which is North American Council on Adoptable Children, and she has done a whole heck of a lot helping my sister with FASD and also helping spread awareness and helping other families deal with their kids with FASD, and I'm super proud of her and I love her for that, and it motivates me to do things like I'm doing right now, talking and telling more people about how to manage having kids with FASD. Five tips I have for today's video on how to manage a kid having a kid with FASD. This video is intended for the parents out there that are struggling with kids with FASD and I'll also leave a video in the description below about talking about how to manage with having a sibling with FASD for the teenagers or adults or just people that have a sibling with FASD. That's going to be the video for that. Tip number one. Have patience and learn how they function. Have patience. You have patience. Once you learn your kid has FASD or once you diagnose them or once you give birth to your kid and learn that they're going to have FASD or they have FASD, learn and start learning that they're to have patience. Have patience. They are going to be a struggle. And honestly, you'd rather expect the worst and be ready for it rather than um, assume they're not going to be that bad and then they're worse and then you have to deal with a lot of problems you weren't ready for. Assume that they're going to be a very troublesome and there's going to be a lot of struggles involving your FASD and just prepare for them rather than be unaware and then you have a lot more conflict and problems and you don't know how to manage them. Have patience and learn how they function. Every human works differently, so learn how your FASD kid functions. That's very, very important. They're not like a normal kid. They don't take punishments the same. They don't learn the same. They don't function the same. A lot of the things with FASD change a lot on how they function. A lot of parents will think like, oh, this will work for this works for this kid on FASD and this is how they learn. Well, it must work on my kid. No, every single kid works differently. Learn how your kid functions. If they learn differently, if they learn differently through listening to a book, through audio, if they listen to someone reading it to them, if they, I don't know. Learn how they function, learn how they learn and treat them accordingly. Get them the things that are allow them to function the way they need to function. Have patience. Know that your kid has FASD and know that it's going to be a long process to figure it all out and figure out how to manage them. Tip number two. Learn how FASD works and inform your family. FASD is such a complex stigma and 
learning how it works is probably one of the most important ones because a lot of people don't know what it is. I'd say about 90% of the people I meet in my life don't know what FASD is, and that's sad because it's 1 in 20 of kids all over. It's 1 in 20. So there's guaranteed one person in your life that has FASD, whether you know it or you don't know it. Learn how FASD works. There's a lot that goes into it, how it affects your kid, how it affects your kid physically and mentally, how, it, how it's going to affect your kid if it goes away, if it doesn't go away, how to treat it, how to manage it, how to, gr how to grow up with a kid with FASD. There's a lot of things that go into it, and there's a lot of scientific things that go into it, chemicals that go into it. Learn about those things. At least see them. You don't even have to be able to recite them and actually say those things. Those That helps, but at least just know of it. Read about it. At least say, okay, I know that. At least for me, when I grew up, my parents, I don't even remember them saying like, oh, your sister has FASD because my mom did such a great job of just telling us and making sure that we all knew. My mom and dad, they basically just told us from the day one that Akil has FASD. We just knew that. We just knew that from the day one. And I recommend you guys do that too because growing up knowing it was a lot easier than at one point having to tell your kids that they have FASD. So at least for me, it worked out best if you just tell your kids right away your kid has FASD. You inform your other kids you have of how it works, what it does, what the effects are, so then they know they're prepared and they know what is going on instead of them alienating their other kid. Tip number three, make connections with help. Again, my mom works for Proof Alliance, which is uh, organization that does events and clubs and groups and all these other things to help kids and families with FASD so I can leave links down below for um, things with that and ways to connect with them but there's a lot of credible sources and connections that you can make with people to get help with your kid with FASD and make those connections make those connections make friends with the people that have FASD children as well because they're gonna have experiences that they're gonna be able to share with you and things that you can try to help your situations don't think you're alone and don't treat it like you're alone and you have to figure out all on your own. Figure out the people that have the same problems as you and reach out to them. Make connections, it will help. My mom has countless best friends now because they all have kids with FASC or kids with other mental disorders and it has helped because they can all relate and all talk about things they can do to help their children. Tip number four ask siblings to help obviously as a parent you're gonna be thinking well I don't know what to do I don't know on some days when I'm feeling stressed or how I can manage that you don't know who to ask and some days it's okay to ask your children for help your children have been growing up with this kid with this FASD child for a long time then the FASD child is not any different than your other kids mentally just a little bit but not they are still human. They are still your child. You can ask your, your other children to help out by hanging out with them, doing things with them. And that most of that stuff is going to come naturally, but you shouldn't feel weird asking them to help out. I've had to help out with my sibling a lot. And it's not, it's not like slave work. They're your sibling. Ask your children for help because they will be able to help and be willing to help a lot more than you think. You've done a lot of work for them growing up. You've done a lot of work for your FASD child. The least they could do is help you out. If that means helping when they're getting mad, then that means helping when they're getting mad. If that means helping when they're not mad, 
that means helping when they're not mad. That means taking them out once in a while. That means taking them out. Just giving you that time to be able to backtrack on your own and figure out what's going on even more and allow them to realize what's going on. And also, sometimes with siblings, they are a lot better with the sibling because they're not with them all the time and they are a lot more behavioral in control. With Akila, when she's with me, she's a lot more, she doesn't rage often. She doesn't have difficulties because she doesn't do it with me often. So she doesn't allow herself to get mad or ask for things because she knows I don't really know, so to speak. Or she doesn't, she hasn't hit that level where she's comfortable enough to rage with me. Tip number five, have hope and don't give up. Obviously, this is a long, long, long road and process and a lot of things that are going to it, but don't give up. Your kids depending on you, your other kids are depending on you, everyone in your family is depending on you as parents to not give up and to have hope. If you lose hope, your family loses hope. Don't give up on your kid with FASD. Just stick with them and know that you're going to get through it. Know that there's a work, there's something that's going to help your family no matter what. There's a solution for everything. Don't give up on your kid. There's so many resources out there. You guys are amazing parents. Don't give up on your kids, and it will all get better. <clears throat> no matter what goes on, you might feel like I'm the worst parent ever, but at the end of the day, you're still here. You're still working. You're still trying to be the better parent you can every day. So just keep trying. Thank you guys for watching today's video. Make sure you guys leave a like down below. Comment anything you like or dislike about today's video, and also subscribe for more content like this. Love you guys all so much. Thank you for watching. Peace out.